And now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, everyone's social media friend, it's Deb Creer. Every week, Deb talks with the movers and shakers, the experts, the best of the best in social media, bringing you all of the latest tips, techniques, and trends for successfully using social media. In social media, there's only one constant, Deb Creer. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I am Deb Career, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And like we, you know, more often than not anymore, it seems like do, we're going to deviate from that a little bit. We will be talking social media, but I met this person via social media. So see, this is, this is how it all ties in, as you never know who you're connected to. And so please join me in welcoming Brian G. Johnson to the program today. Hey, Deb, uh, it's great to be here. Really excited to spend some time. We're going to have so much fun, but for the people, and you know, it's funny because I did add your middle initial because we always have to make sure people know which Brian Johnson we're talking about because there is, you know, one or two out there. Um, But let me tell people a little bit about you. So Brian is a serial entrepreneur, a number one best-selling author, an engaging speaker, a product developer, a poodle wrangler, and an all-around good guy. For more than a decade, Brian's internet marketing blueprints and formulas have allowed him to make a very comfortable living by earning far beyond seven figures. He's been a successful affiliate marketer. He has generated well over six figures with the AdSense program. He has sold hundreds of thousands of domain names and earns monthly royalty payments from Amazon's Kindle Direct Publishing program. Brian, however, is most proud for having made a positive impact on thousands of people by sharing his strategies and tactics since 2008. The path has not always been smooth, as Brian has tried and failed several times along the way. But he has continued to press forward and has ultimately achieved some great results by testing, tweaking and fearlessly taking action that led to the success he enjoys today. You can find uh, Brian's marketing blog at marketingeasystreet.com. So again, welcome, Brian. Hey, Deb, it's great to be here. We're going to have a lot of fun. (laughs) We are, you know, and, and all somebody has to do is look at your picture and know that you are one of the most fun people in the world. And I think that's one of the, the things that really drew me to you was, you know, you're not this person who looks like the IBM programmer, you know, with their suit and their blue tie. You, you've you got on a vest, you're pointing at the camera, you're smiling. And to me, that is one of the, the things that I always tell people about, whether it's their social media icon, you know, whatever it is. If somebody looks at your photo you need to be smiling. You need to make them think, wow, I want to get to know that person more. Yeah, I think so. And for me, uh, it's really trying to dial into the ultimate life that I dreamt up when I was mm-hmm. 10 years old and I was sitting in that awful desk listening to, listening to that teacher ramble on about mm-hmm. all these things I could do. You know, I could be a right. doctor or a lawyer and and I thought, I don't want to wear a suit and tie. I don't want to operate mm-hmm. on people and, and just moving forward and creating that life for myself. And, and uh, so I don't take myself too seriously, but I do absolutely take what I do pretty darn seriously. Yes, yes. You know, and, and to that end, you've written this great book, and it, it came out, I think, at the end of last year or earlier this year. It's called Trust Funnel, How to Leverage Today's Online Currency to Grab Attention, Drive and Convert Traffic, and live a fabulous, wealthy life. And we want to talk about that because everything that you talk about in the book really is your own personal story. You know, and it's funny because I was reading some of the reviews on Amazon and, and they, they were almost all very positive. And, and, you know, I love that. And one of the things that they consistently said was you were telling your own personal story. And that's very much a part of this concept that you have of building trust with people. So tell us more about that. Well, one of the things you learn immediately, hopefully, hopefully you get this pretty quick, is that your ability to tell a story, to captivate, to engage mm-hmm. somebody else is really critical to your success. And in doing that and telling a story and, and making the process fun, you're going to be able to grab attention just like 
the subtitle of my book. You know, how, mm -hmm. how can you grab attention? And, you know, that's ultimately one of the things that I want to do is I want to tell my story because it's a great tool and I want to inspire people. I want to right. help them to move forward. And to, 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 to do that, to have someone's attention is a precious thing. I think it's one of the, the most precious things that someone can give you that is their time and their attention. So you want to practice the art of storytelling and having fun and moving forward. And, and really, my book is about these critical aspects about how to do that. And, and I do tell my story. And at the same time, you know, there's an awful lot of teaching and sharing of what mm -hmm. I've learned. And what my goal was, was to really bring these two aspects together of, hey, I'm Brian Johnson. This is who I'm about. This is what I've done. And this is where I've been. And this is how I got here. This is how mm -hmm. I've been able to make the money. This is how I've been able to grab the attention, build a list, sell products, and do all the things that we want to do. Uh, and, and it's really about those two things because they just, they go hand in hand. Right. You know, and, and in the book, you talk about one of the things that is so important is figuring out your own story and, and then owning it, you know, because especially someone who might be just starting out or they're changing careers or they're still trying to figure out what they want to be when they grow up, they don't have their own story. You know, they, they might borrow it from somebody else or they might think this is, this is the way I have to be. You know, I joked about the IBM folks. You know, I remember the time when you knew somebody worked for IBM because, first of all, they were a man, um, but they had the black suit, the white shirt, and the blue tie. You know, that was, they were, that was, it was obviously their uniform, but people get caught up in that. You know, they think, well, I have to be X in order to be successful. And whether that's the suit and tie person or, you know, the woman who always wears pearls or, you know, whatever it is. And, and so really talk to us about why people have to be authentic to themselves and, and how they find that voice. Well, um, it, it's huge. And I, I, as you were talking, as you were talking, Deb, I was just thinking through about my personal journey and you don't, at least most people that I know don't just show up and all of a sudden they, they're straight into who they are and their own personal brand and, mm -hmm. and being that authentic self. And that word is, is tricky because it's like, you know, we all are different. We all have different mm -hmm. uh, personalities that we share and it's easy to criticize or judge and whatnot. But for me, you know, I just showed up and I didn't have it all figured out and I just stepped forward. Uh, I can remember the very first videos that I posted to YouTube, they were kind of typical because I, I wasn't sure how to move forward. And I was critical mm -hmm. of myself. I was uh, listening to the critics, you know, and and I just think this is so common and that we get caught up in our own head. And it's like, well, you know, I'm going to ask people to, like, give me money or I'm going to sell products. So this is pretty serious and I need to be pretty serious. And I sat down. I turned on the camera. And then I said, hi, my name is Brian Johnson. Welcome to my website. And I had on the white shirt and I had the sh mm -hmm. short haircut. And that was great because it was the real me. I just did it. And over time, I learned that, you know what? It's okay to move forward and have fun. Right. I learned, mm -hmm. in fact, that, you know what? If you can turn that off, because it's so common. There's so many people. You said it as soon as we got started. You said you're not one of these stuffy kind of guys. You know, that's not mm -hmm. exactly what you said, Deb, but that's kind of the gist of it. Mm -hmm. And and that is really one of the things I try to teach and share with my coaching students is that by moving forward and really getting to know what your own uh, authentic voice is and sharing that and silencing the critics, whether mm -hmm. it's the people telling you that you're not good enough, smart enough, good looking enough, as I mm -hmm. dial in my good Zoolander voice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or if it's, if it's your own head, you know, we all have that, 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 that voice. And, right. and some of us have learned to dial that down. You know, I still hear it all the time, but I'm just not willing to listen because it's mm -hmm. more important that I have fun. I'm authentic to myself and I move forward. And what I found is that it just gets better results. <laughs> right. You know, and, and, and it is difficult because 
sometimes and you know more often than not a lot of times we do judge somebody by how they look and and I'm thinking back at some comments that I've made in the past about Mark Zuckerberg and the fact that the man never wears a suit he always wears a hoodie you know he he goes to you know when they first started selling uh stock and he goes to the New York Stock Exchange in his hoodie and I'm thinking how unprofessional and I really was thinking that and then of course you know, I, I posted it on Facebook and people took me to task and they, which they should have because he's obviously very professional. He obviously knows what he's doing. I mean, he's like a bazillionaire now and, you know, but he knows that he's comfortable in his own skin. And I saw an interview with him where he said he doesn't want to have to think about what to wear. He's got a whole closet full of gray t-shirts and you know, he just gets you know because to him that's just not important now to somebody else how they dress may actually be very important and and you know and and so we don't want to downplay that but it it does come back to being authentic to yourself and not falling into what what society thinks you should be man i love it exactly that's exactly how i think deb and and you know what's interesting is you talk about mark zuckerberg okay there's no question the man is a genius, and he right. just moved forward and, and and did things and took chances and and built. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, instead of judging, maybe we should right. just get out there and do. You know, mm -hmm. I, I know for me, if I spent more time not thinking and just doing, I would get more done. Mm -hmm. And and today and today, you know, after being a an entrepreneur now for years and years, I I'm able to do that. It's like. By eight nine o'clock, if I'm not doing something is wrong. If I'm unable mm -hmm. to do my work for a few days, I get kind of antsy. Now, if I'm on vacation, right. I can unplug. But mm -hmm. if like I lose electricity, I'm stuck in a cabin, and it wasn't supposed to be that way, I'm gonna kind of uh, freak out. Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, again, just being true to yourself and trying to strive for the very best you possible. If you do mm -hmm. that, you really can't screw it up. You know, right. if, you, if you look at my pictures and you go, okay, you're not dressed like in a suit and tie and it's not um, Armani, but you're def definitely putting some effort in. I am because I love to dress up. I think it's fun. Mm -hmm. I think it right. makes me feel great. I think mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's your own personal brand and your mm -hmm. style. And what's cool about style is you have one no matter what. Like if mm -hmm. you say, well... You know, I don't really have a lot of style. I wear a hoodie. It's like, well, your lack of a style is a style. <laughs> it, right. It is. You know, the, the lack of concern over it. Yeah. You yeah. know, because, because it really isn't important to you. Right. And if you embody that and you share that in your message, in the training you put out, in the content you publish, then those people that have those same ideals in life that that don't put a high value on the clothes that they put on their back will flock to you. I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. that's my person. I get that. It's, right. it's not that big of a deal to me. Mm -hmm. And it works. Well, and, it, you know, this this being authentic, and it's funny, it's it seems to be kind of the new thing, you know, the, the new that we're talking about that, you know, you need to be authentic to yourself. And and it's really not. I mean, you know, it's it's been around forever. But the the flip side is when we try to conform and force the round peg into that square hole, you know, you can beat it down in there so that it actually goes into that square hole. Wait a minute, maybe it's a round hole and a square peg. But anyhow, you know, you, you can make it go in there, but pretty soon it's either going to crack or it's going to pop back out or, you know, it, you cannot force that. And, and so it is more important to actually just start from the place of being authentic. Absolutely. And I agree with you. Authenticity, I think it had to be one of the top five buzzwords of 2014 in the, mm -hmm. in the online entrepreneurial marketing kind of space. I just, it's a huge word. And it's something that's, it's, it's interesting to me because I am a very exuberant person. I live mm -hmm. high highs, low lows. I can be very, very comfortable. And I am with my alone time. I need my alone time. Mm -hmm. I ponder, I think, and then I can go wacko and post a picture of me pretending to hurl a watermelon on Facebook, <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's the same Brian Johnson, and I right. am authentic to myself. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes people see a slice of you, and they think, oh, you know, you're just acting it up. It's like, well, I do these same kind of things 
whether I'm on a stage, whether I'm with my wife, whether I'm mm -hmm. with strangers, it's the same guy. It's the same uh, experience. It's the same authenticity. But, you know, when you start to really dissect, I think it gets to be complicated. I think if you're just true to yourself, though, that's that's where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, we see it all the time where somebody thinks, oh, and, and you know, I see it in person and in, on social media online where they think, well, I'm in a serious business. You know, I'm a banker. I sell insurance. I do whatever. So I should be serious. Ah, you know, that's where you have the, the pink bow tie or, you know, you, you post a joke or all those things. You know, it, the, you still can put your special mark on it and not lose who you are. No question about it. And, uh, and it helps people remember who you are. I mean, mm -hmm. being memorable is huge. Right. When you're top of mind, when uh, other people are talking and, and, and someone says, hey, do you know someone that potentially could be a great guest on a radio show and your name comes up? Well, that's mm -hmm. that's powerful because yes. people are talking about you and there's mm -hmm. there's good business in that. And there's mm -hmm. like if you have a message to share, well, then by being memorable, you're going to be able to have more impact and carry that message with more people. Um, the art is really dialing down and making it easy for other people. And this is something that's taken me a while. And I see a lot of people never really getting it. And I see other people and I'm amazed. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. It's like they knew when they were 20 years old, like what their values were, what their ideology. Mm -hmm. and, and to be able to break that down is, is a challenge, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, part of that is obviously a testament to their parents and, you know, and, and some things like that. But, you know, shoot, I'm, you know, 50. And there are times where I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I think that's OK, too. I think it's just uh, playing in the sandbox, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and things change. You know, I'm right now I'm obviously focusing on social media. That will change. You know, five years ago, who would have thought that we would be doing this? It's it's amazing. Um, I think of. I think of the opportunities that we have today, and uh, let's just let's just call a spade a spade. There's never been an easier time to really share your message, get your right. message across, use simple tools, and mm -hmm. have impact, make money, do business, and, and whatnot. When I started, it was hard. <laughs> right, right. There you know, and that's what I love about your book because you break it down into simple terms. You know, you talk about this is how you set up a WordPress site. You do this, you do this, you do this. Here is how you do a blog. And it doesn't matter if you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, you know, I read that and I went, oh, I've forgotten to do that. And look at that cool widget he talked about. Oh, you know, and, but it is about making it simple because when we make it complicated, then we go, I can't do this. I, it's, it's just too much. You know, uh, simplicity is something that I've made my business now for about six or seven years. And mm -hmm. what happened for me was I just, uh, you know, through the process of being an entrepreneur and making things work, uh, mm -hmm. I have a degree from France. I'm a professional chef. I was in the kitchen Ooh. for 18 years. Mm -hmm. I am pretty confident when it comes to like throwing down in the kitchen. Now, mm -hmm. when you take that kind of experience and you put a person in front of a computer and you say, build an online business, I had to learn copy and paste, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, it may sound silly, but if no one shows you, you simply do not know. Right. I didn't mm -hmm. go to school to learn about branding or marketing. I, I learned mm -hmm. to make an incredible souffle, how to make uh, poulet cocotte grand-mère. I mean, that was the, the one of the dishes that I had to prepare on my three-day exam. Um, yeah, and, and it's like I learned that, and I mastered mm -hmm. that, and I became a master. And you get into this Internet stuff, and if you don't stop and you don't just call a spade a spade again and say, holy smokes, this stuff is freaking complicated. There mm -hmm. is so much to do. Right. And if you don't do that, and if you don't really identify your plan and how you're going to move forward and what's important, then it's just like 
squirrel, 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 squirrel. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to keep up, you know. So for me, I really like to boil things down to formulas uh, to focus mm -hmm. on what's most important. Like when I teach self-publishing, I see so many people and, and they're talking about so many things that you need to know about like the description or this or that, or don't forget when you upload and KF8, what the heck is KF8? I don't know. It's some like fancy code for how to format in this new. And it's like at the end of the day, I think what matters is, are you in a demographic that is going to find you? Mm -hmm. Does your cover look professional? Mm -hmm. How about the keywords in your book title? Is your book title going to be making sense to people? Can you get mm -hmm. reviews ethically? Like, I don't focus on all of it because honestly, at the end of the day, I don't want to focus on all of it. Right. And I don't think it's the best use of my time. In fact, mm -hmm. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that my best use of my time is not geeking out about some computer language. I can pay a guy to do that. Right. You know, and I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck is, you know, we think that we have to do everything, whether it's our own bookkeeping or designing our own logo or designing our own website. And, you know, I'm, I'm a good example of that with WordPress. I like WordPress. I build sites on WordPress now, you know, it's not what I do for a living. So it's, but I like tinkering with it. I like learning about new widgets. Is it the best use of my time? Absolutely not. You know, and, and so I do the 15 minute rule. If it's going to take me longer than 15 minutes, I have somebody else do it. Um, you know, and, and sometimes it's a barter. Sometimes it's just a nice friend. Sometimes I pay people. I mean, you know, there, there are things, but you know, we have to do what we're best at. And you do talk about that in the book is find what you're good at. And, and everybody has something that they're good at. Um, you know, and, and, and then when you're good at it, you have passion for it. And that passion then helps other people to see this is why you know, it's, it's important and why I should be involved in it or buy from it or, you know, do whatever. It's, it's kind of that, that whole little package. You can't sell something you don't care about. Boy, I, I love it. And I just love the way you think, Deb. Um, fantastic. And I'm really enjoying the conversation because at the end of the day, I see so many entrepreneurs and they move forward and they're focused on the thing that they think is going to get them the money. Mm-hmm. And what's sad is that that can be okay. You can do that and you can make good money. I certainly have. But right. if it's the only thing, if you're solely m motivation, if you're just moving forward to make that cheddar, to make that dollar, mm -hmm. that quant, mm -hmm. to, to, to earn that money, then you might not be passionate. You might not have the intensity, the drive to continue when you hit those bumps in the road. And furthermore, mm -hmm. and this is what I personally think, is really the thing that separates the winners from the losers is that you can't talk about it with passion. If you're not excited, how can you expect anybody else to be excited about the thing you're talking right. about? <laughs> and it doesn't matter if it's insurance or landscaping or, you know, social media marketing. If you're going, this is what I'm doing and you're, okay, then I'm, you know, who cares? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, be passionate. Find find that that balance between something you're excited about, something you can do and move forward with, something mm -hmm. you can share and make money on. I think that's really like right. A, a, we have those bills we have. We to still pay. gotta pay. We gotta make money. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So by identifying, like for me, you know, there's a lot of ways I could work, but I, I just don't think I could. Honestly, I, I just you know I make enough money to live the life that I truly love. I love the way mm -hmm. I live. It's important for me to be artistic, to publish different things, to write, and to inspire other people, and 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 at the same time pay the bills. But you know mm -hmm. that inspiration part—that's a big part of who I am. So right. you know, I think that helps me to make money at the same time. So just having mm -hmm. that balance has been has been really helpful for me. And all the people that I see that are successful, man, they're inspired. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, they found that passion. And that's when you, when it's sat, when you see somebody who doesn't, um, I belong to a, a great, very small networking group here in Atlanta. And we were talking the other day at one of our meetings about how it's, it's become more and more difficult because everybody in the group has gotten so successful that it's hard for people to make the meetings, which, you know, this is obviously a good, good problem to have, but 
you know, we're, it's more of a truly like a mastermind group, but we said, you know, it's, it's not the group for the person who comes in and has three different business cards or says, you know, I, I do this on the weekday and then on the weekends I do this. And, you know, and, and some of that is they do have bills they have to pay, you know, and, and that's totally understandable. But if they were to find that passion, it would pay off. Um, you know, and, and that's a, a big part of what you talk about in your book, Trust Funnel, is how to really find that passion and then the tools and techniques to to make it successful. Yeah, just stepping forward and, and doing it, you know, and and understanding, you know, that there will be bumps in the road and moving forward regardless. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot easier when you're excited about something. Right. And, and, you know, you, you said it, there are bumps in the road and typically what happens is somebody hits a bump and they stop. Um, you've got this great tagline, you know, you're in internet marketing, so we can, you know, fill in that blank with anything, but you say people do not fail at internet marketing. They simply give up before the magic happens. And I love that because that is so true. You know, it gets a little bit hard and either the tough get going, you know, if it was, that's like a, a sports saying tough, you know, and, and, or they do give up. And, and unfortunately it seems more people give up than actually go forward with it. Yeah. And, and what's, what's sad too, is that so many people want to know the best way. Mm-hmm. What's the best way? The quick fix. How do I do it? Like, you mm-hmm. know, I want to make sure before I do anything, cause I don't want to make a fool of myself cause I'm worried mm-hmm. about the critics out there. Right. And they don't you know, do. And, and, and then if you don't do, you finally stick your head out of the shell and you do a little thing and then people don't like lose their mind and with excitement. And how could they when you were never excited and you weren't mm-hmm. sure yourself anyway? And then they quit before that magic happens. And and instead, <laughs> just uh, show up and participate and understand that every time you do something, you're giving yourself an opportunity to learn. You know, Deb, you, you mentioned about a few minutes ago about that 15-minute rule, mm-hmm. I can film, upload a great video, start to finish, in, in less than an hour, and uh, it'll have music and an intro and fades, and mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty fancy stuff. I mean, I'm right. like, who, who's this guy doing this? And I mentioned <laughs> earlier that it's never been easier. I mean, I film these videos on my phone. I send them mm-hmm. to my iPad. <laughs> right. We're not mm-hmm. talking super fancy here. We're talking about technology is so far along and the mm-hmm. tools are so powerful. And if you just practice, then what happens is that first video that I uploaded was horrendous when I look back, mm-hmm. but it was good enough because I was still the authentic Brian. And at the right. heart of everything I've ever done was the message and wanting to help others move forward. And that's mm-hmm. always stayed consistent. And as I've published more and published more and published more, I've gotten more proficient and learned more skills. And that's led me to be a better publisher, to uh, I- inspire in greater ways because I'm learning, you know. And, and that's the whole thing about uh, just moving forward and practicing. And doing right. and not giving right. up because you get better and then you get better results. And before you know it, poof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. Well, <laughs> and, and it never is starts out perfect and it may never be perfect, but we have to start. Um, you know, I remember I, I was telling people, you have to blog, you have to blog, you have to blog. And, and they very sweetly looked at me and said, well, where's your blog? And I went, um, I started blog posts 500 times but they weren't perfect. And so then I couldn't post them. And when I finally got over that hurdle of they're not going to be perfect, but that's okay. Then, you know, then, then I started doing, and they, and they did improve, you know, you you figured out the, the concept of, you know, the tone to use and the images to use and, and all of those things. And, and I love in your book, you, especially with the video tips, because Video is so powerful. You know, we we want to see the person, you know, which is part of why people like social media. You know, they're seeing pictures of them. They're seeing, you know, things. But, you know, you talk about it. It's not an expensive prospect. And, and you know, if you've got good lighting, if you've got a quasi good camera, you know, a microphone, you know, that is something that, you know, people will forgive a lot. But if they can't hear what you're saying, you know, you've, you've kind of lost them. But 
They don't expect this to be a Sony production that's going to win an Emmy. They just want your wit and wisdom. Oh, you're absolutely right. And like I said, I tell you, man, the technology, what mm -hmm. we have at our fingertips today. Um, this morning, I filmed a time-lapse sunrise of the sun coming over Pikes Peak. I was out uh, uh. acting like a nerd. I think my neighbors were like, <laughs> what's he doing in there? <laughs> and there I was, and I'll use that footage in, uh, in a video. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it was easy. I hit a button and I climbed up a ladder and I stuck this, I had a little uh, tripod thingy and it's my phone. Mm -hmm. It's my freaking phone. And, I know. and it takes beautiful video. And mm -hmm. quite honestly, you know, like when I teach people, like forget that high-end production and just start talking on the camera. Hold up your mm -hmm. phone and talk to people. Look in the lens. Like if you mm -hmm. want a tip, I'm not going to tell you about editing. Make sure you're looking in the lens. Don't look in right. at the viewfinder. Don't look at the you know yourself in your iPhone or your mm -hmm. Android because you're not looking in the lens. And mm -hmm. these simple, simple tips can go a long way. And what I found is... I'm really pretty darn good at video today, and mm -hmm. I, I love that I can talk on a subject. I don't say a lot of ums and ands, and that's because right. I've practiced. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and, and everybody started at, at zero. You know, there are obviously people who have kind of an innate ability to do some things better, but it, everybody starts, and, and, you know, that's one of, I love the television bloopers. Oh, when they show those things, because it shows that those people aren't perfect. You know, and it's endearing. Mm -hmm. And right. the, the, they're not perfect. They're, nobody is perfect. We all mm -hmm. struggle with the same damn stuff, you know? And mm -hmm. one of the things I've started to do over the last year is, you know how people will have like the cool video, and at the end, they'll have the blooper? Mm -hmm. Well, I just, like when the bloopers happening, I'll like pretend and I'm still uh -huh. Brian because I like to have fun and act goofy, but I'll act goofy and I'll mm -hmm. make it. It's like, uh, what's the acting word? Um, improv. I, I'll just oh, like, yes. mm -hmm. I was filming a video in my driveway and uh, there's a house that's being built. We just were at the top of a new complex and there's a mm -hmm. one other home that's being built right now. And a big truck rolled by. <laughs> and earlier, a fly kept flying around me and I'm like, you know, flying, swishing the fly away and adding mm -hmm. little, little comments at the bottom of the video that were fun. And then the truck rolls by and I jumped around and I'm like, I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. And so many people commented on that and what that means to me is i held their attention for pretty much the whole entire video and how many videos have you watched where you're gone after 30 seconds so right. yeah you know and, and whether it's you can tell that they're reading it you know we've all fallen into that trap or as you said they're not making eye contact because they're looking somewhere else and and all sorts of things and it comes back to being authentic I mean, you know, if, if I knew that you had, had filmed something 20 times to try and make it perfect, then that loses the authenticity. But if the fly goes buzzing past and you look at it, okay, that's what happens in, in life. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think there's the balance, right? I will do five right. takes, but I'm not mm -hmm. doing 20. I've got mm -hmm. things to do. And quite frankly, like a video that I upload to social media is just me checking in and saying hello to those people that, you know, I enjoy and they say hello back to me and we correspond. And uh, and it's just, you know, not taking life so seriously. And again, it's understanding what what works, you know, and mm -hmm. and I think when you're able to educate and entertain, it's 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 great. And and oh, just let's let's please. I mean, here's the thing. This is a tricky one, like reading the script. If you're look, if you're on camera and the camera's looking at you and you're reading a script and everyone knows you're reading, bad. What mm -hmm. I'll do is right behind the camera, and, and I usually don't do this. 99% of the times I don't do this, but if I need to nail an intro or something, I'll have mm -hmm. a tripod with a big, huge, like three by Right. or a uh, piece of like this huge notepad basically mm -hmm. and I'll have bullet points like point mm -hmm. number one you know seven tips on video marketing look in the lens number two I'll have a uh, short you know number three get to the point and mm -hmm. and I don't need a script you know mm -hmm. and if you're striving to be the best you can be 
And if you've been practicing what you're preaching, then by the time it comes for you to make a two and a half minute video, you really don't need a script. Now, when you do right. need a script, that's okay. But what I would uh, recommend is is make a video that's more uh, based on like words and slides and pictures mm-hmm. and animations, and then that way you can you know you can nail the sales presentation where you do really need to stick to structure. And that's kind of how I separate you know my my different types of video marketing that I do because I'm just mm-hmm. I'm a video geek. <laughs> Right. You know, and, and as we said, people love video because it's showing who you are, um, you know, and, and it's easy to do. You know, we just freaked everybody out by saying it's easy. But if I can do it, really, pretty much anybody can do it. And I'm completely self-taught by going to <gasps> YouTube and looking at videos on how to do things. Um, but it, it is it, you know, pretty simple and pretty easy. And it gives people that knowledge of really who you are. It sure does. Um you turn over my book on the back cover, there's like a thin box and there's, mm-hmm. there's four words in the middle. Right. L- listening, liking, trusting, and buying. Mm-hmm. And if you really boil, you know, this marketing stuff down, social media, selling online, building your own business, in my opinion, your goal is to uh, bring people through this buying phase faster. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if people are going to buy from you time and time again, they're going to like you. I, I, don't, I don't know anybody that I give my money to that I don't like. Right. Uh, I buy cars that I like. I buy, buy products that I, I'm passionate about. I, I have a coach and I like my coach. So, you know, what I do is, is I understand that, you know, the sooner people get to know me, the sooner I can grab attention and then people get to know, like, and trust me, the better. So nothing allows you to do that faster than video it's like Mm -hmm. it's the magic button because people can listen they can watch they can really get a sense like do i trust this person and uh and that ability to leverage that tool i i can uh, remember showing up to to marketing events and people like just running up to me and like you know, oh, Brian Johnson, like I feel like I know I've heard that so many times mm-hmm. because I've published so many videos. So, boy, right. you know, video drives traffic, video converts uh, traffic into uh, opt ins, leads, uh, uh, purchases, and more. So, why not leverage the thing that can help you get there sooner? And let me just mm-hmm. throw this in, Deb. You know, if there's someone out there right now and they're thinking, I'm afraid of video and I don't want to do video, I want to say one thing. Change your thinking, change your life. And I'm not going to tell you that you have to put yourself on video. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say, instead of just shutting down the opportunity, ask yourself, how can I leverage that opportunity in a way that I'm comfortable? And at the same time, know in your heart that most people that are successful spend a fair amount of time being uncomfortable because they keep leveling up. Like I'm just, I'm not satisfied. I want to do better. I want to grow more. So if video is the thing, I better learn how to get good at video. Mm-hmm. And that might start with me recording my voice and entering a few slides and making a simple video, and that'll work. And then maybe right. later you you graduate. But instead of just shutting down opportunity, I hear so many people, they have this huge laundry list. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. That's too hard. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you've, you've, you've stopped the process before you ever started. And, you know, when, when you were talking about making the video more comfortable or, you know, how to do it, I'm thinking, you know, have your friend hold the camera so you're talking to your friend. Or maybe it's a, you know, you're, it's an, an interview process. You know, there's, there's certainly ways to, to make it where you're more comfortable than just the talking head like the newscaster. Um, you know, and, and I think that's what so many people think they're going to come across as is, you know, the, the, uh, the, the person that is just the talking head that's sounding very boring. So maybe it is that your best buddy is the person who's holding the camera or you've got your kid's stuffed animal propped up next to it. And, you know, there's, there's all sorts of ways to, to make yourself more comfortable. Boy, absolutely. And I think it just begins with just saying, okay, you know, how can I move forward? You know, Mm -hmm. I get it. I'm a little nervous, but 
I see, I, I know what I want. You know, I want to get this result. And I look at all these people that have said result and they're all kind of doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe I should do that too. And, and how can I make it easy on myself and maybe, you know, cross that bridge of fear, but just move forward regardless and just taking right. baby steps, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and, and that's the key is those baby steps. You know, I think so many times we think, oh, I have to have 10 products ready to sell and I have to be active on five social media sites and I have to have four websites and I have to have 200 blog posts and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, you've, you've gotten yourself talked out of it again before you even start. Yeah, it's, it's true. And it can be so overwhelming. And that's, you know, earlier we talked about simplicity. So, you know, break it down. I, I talked mm -hmm. about being overwhelmed. I've talked to so many people. They just don't know how to move forward. Right. Stop with the insanity. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and one of the things I picked out from your book in, in various chapters was to focus, oh. you know, and, and, and to plan. But focus really was, and it was funny because it even when you weren't saying it, that was what I was hearing was you have to focus. Well, it's just the thing of the matter is what gets results is is greatness like people want mm -hmm. to be a part of something that's great people want to be a part of other people that they appreciate so uh how can people get to know you how can you get great at anything if you're starting from a place of zero of not knowing and trying to do it all at the same time mm -hmm. albert einstein everything should be as simple as possible but no simpler right albert einstein if you can't explain it to a six-year-old, you don't understand it. Mm -hmm. so, so these are some ideas that have really shaped you know, how I've moved forward. I remember in 2010, getting up, ready to give a presentation to 150 people in Vegas. Someone said, what's your Twitter handle? I said, I don't use Twitter. And they laughed. And I was speaking. And I was earning mm -hmm. over six figures. And right. there's plenty of things I do have. And mm -hmm. I look at those people and I just don't see them having any one thing that's a true asset. So every mm -hmm. time I get started, I'm looking to create an asset with my brand. So we talked about the power of a brand and being memorable. You know, when you start building that platform, decide on one and get some traction, mm -hmm. action, traction. Mm -hmm. You know, focus, action, traction, move forward, get good at it, build connections. And then once you've got that down again, then then push the envelope a little further. So I talked mm -hmm. about the fact that I'm proud about my abilities to create pretty good videos. I mean, there's plenty of people that can blow me away, but they don't have a lot of things that I do. So it's all good. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I'm looking at my 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 downstairs office right now. And I, I've totally lost it and geeked out. And the reason I have is because I've kind of stuck to your 15 minute rule. I started out with very simple videos. I didn't have any lights. I didn't have uh, much editing skills. I shot a video and uploaded it. That was it. And then I just right. kept graduating and now I've got lights. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn uh, Final Cut Pro and transitions mm -hmm. and edits and all this fancy stuff. And I would never recommend that's how someone starts as a newbie, someone brand new. But by understanding that, you know, simplicity is the path to excellence, it allows us to break it down, to focus, to, to maintain, and to really get that traction. Because if you're just kind of getting so-so results on bun a bunch of different platforms, you're going to have a hard time really getting to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Well, and we do tend to spread ourselves too thin. And I don't care if it's that we're using five social media sites or we're going to a networking lunch every day and two events in the evening. You know, we we lose that focus of what is it that we're doing. So, you know, sometimes it's you have to sit down and really have a serious conversation with yourself or with a mentor or a friend and then, you know, they're going to tell you, okay, no more chicken lunches. You need to stop going to all of those networking things. And, and you know, because when you're not focusing, you're not selling. And, you know, it, and it comes back to we have those bills we have to pay. So it is, <clears throat> excuse me, it is so important that you figure out what it is and where you need to be. And then, you know, one of the things you talk about in your book is to find the right niche. 
And that's where I see so many people go wrong. You know, they want to sell everything to everybody and nobody does that. Walmart has a niche. Now, granted, their niche is a little bigger. Starbucks has a niche. Everybody has a niche. Absolutely nobody sells something to everyone. And I think that's where, and, and maybe especially for a new business, they get so lost. They're like, no, I, I have to sell to everybody. That's the only way I'm going to make money. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, as far as having having that niche and then really identifying what your core values are, what your message mm -hmm. is, and who, who your target avatar is. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we're talking about. Who right. Who is your target avatar? Who are the people that are going to resonate with you? And one mm -hmm. of the things that, that people go through, like you mentioned, is like this whole, you know, I want to sell to everybody. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, you know, you're going to water down who you are. Your message is going to become watered down. I'm not... Mm -hmm the analytical guy. That's not me. If you want someone to uh, evaluate your Google Analytics, I'm not your guy. I, I've got some people I know that I can recommend. Mm -hmm. But if you need help identifying what your brand is, which in my opinion, that's where you start. You start with a brand yes. in a platform. Mm -hmm. Then I'm your guy and I can help you. And I don't try to be the analytical guy. I just try to be me. And in mm -hmm. the process... The people that are looking for what I have to serve, it, my message is much more clear because I'm clear because mm -hmm. I know what I'm trying to accomplish and I know that I can't sell my thing to everybody. So I really think about who I'm selling to, who I'm adding value for and, and what my core values are all about. Um, mm -hmm. Steve Jobs mentioned in an interview years and years ago, this was <clears throat> right when he came back to Apple. And he gave this presentation to maybe 50, 100 people. He was in like shorts and he, a classic uh, dark T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and, and he gets up and he says, you know, we can't, rem we can't think that our customers are going to really remember us. No company can. Now, we've really mm -hmm. been blessed. You know, we, we are. And, and people do know who what we're about. But it's critical we make it easy on them. You know, mm -hmm. we want to talk about what our core values are so they get it, so they know what we're about. So those mm -hmm. people that have those same beliefs, and it's like, you know, we make great technology, we make great devices, but we're not going to sell megahertz. We're not going to sell, you know, how much RAM or we're the cheapest or the, we're the most expensive. We're going to sell creativity. We're going to sell that we're about uh, enabling the people in the world that think differently. Mm -hmm. And and it, it, this was before the, uh, the the commercial came out about thinking different and being different, and it was such a powerful thing. And I think it's uh, that's where you really need to start, and you have to understand what your core values are, what your message is, and how to make it simple for people to remember you. So I always talk about you know I'm the brand and platform guy. Like if you need mm -hmm. help building a platform and really dialing in what your brand is, I can help you get there. If you need mm -hmm. Google Analytics, I know some friends that are amazing at what they do. Right. And let me tell you about who those folks are. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you mentioned something in there that I want to go back to because it is something that it, just like focus is, is throughout your whole book. And that's the concept of adding value. You know, and, and some people get stuck on that because they think, well, I'm giving away something for free, but that's really not what it is. So talk about why adding value is so important. Well, again, at the end of the day, if you want people to buy from you and if you're going to have a really successful business, you're mm -hmm. not going to have someone buy something once. You're probably going to sell somebody a service Mm -hmm. into a coaching program, they're going to sign up for, you know, a six month commitment, or they're going to buy multiple products. And the only way you're able to facilitate that kind of a relationship is by creating something that is worth more than you're charging. Mm -hmm. So in other words, if someone buys an ebook from me, or if they buy trust funnel, and they spend $15, and they go through it, it's imperative that by the time they put the book down, they decide that this thing is good and right. it can really help me move forward. 
And sometimes I give away a lot of content for free and sometimes I charge for it. But at the end of the day, my goal is to ensure that if people are spending time with me, that A, their time was well spent because mm-hmm. they could spend a tremendous amount of time with a tremendous amount of other people. Number two is that they got more than they spent. So if they get it for free, it's still got to be good because their time right. mm-hmm. is worth something. I want them mm-hmm. to remember Brian G. Johnson. And mm-hmm. a lot of people get hung up on that. I can't believe I'm supposed to give it away for free. And I'll be honest with you, most of those people are not the people that have generated seven figures. Right. Um, I mean, you get over that and you demonstrate value. And mm-hmm. I've given away, uh, I've launched products that cost $500. And at mm-hmm. the beginning of the promotion, I've given away training that people have said, I've spent hundreds of dollars and gotten less value than mm-hmm. what I got from this free stuff. So what happens when you publish that kind of free stuff, when other people say this was really good, well, then you don't have to sell because people are going to hear that you deliver value. Word's mm-hmm. going to spread. And at that point, then you've got a chance to drive a business that's sustainable. Because, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning of this conversation, I kind of mentioned, you know, you're going to have to have the ability to create a relationship with people that results in transactions and usually multiple transactions. My business would not be where it's at if I hadn't had a tremendous percentage of my customers buy from me again and again and again, and I've Mm -hmm. done that through just, you know, really ensuring that what they've given me was well worth their time and money. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and not only are they going to come to you again and again, they're going to tell their friends to go to you because they trust you. They know that, you know, if, if somebody spends $5 with you, if someone spends $500 with you, it's well worth that investment, you know, and, and of course, you know, word of mouth marketing is, is the ultimate. That's where, you know, we, we all want to be is if we didn't have to promote ourselves at all and we only relied on word of mouth. Wow. Wouldn't that be fabulous? You know, that's where it's, that's kind of where the magic happens. I think, Mm -hmm. I think when you, you continue to, to do good, what you reap is what you sow, you know, what you put out to the universe Mm-hmm. comes back to you. I, I posted a meme a while and it was life is an echo. I tried to put out a lot of positivity because that's what I want in my life. I want mm-hmm. a positive experience. I want value. I want to be around people that are excited. So I try to be someone that brings value to people's lives and it's come back to me twofold. And that word of mouth, like, you know, mm-hmm. how did we get hooked up? Right. We knew the same person. And when I said, hey, Deborah Jason, I'm looking for somebody to be on my radio program. She said, oh, my gosh, you have to have Brian Johnson. Boom. Pixie Mm -hmm. dust. That's what I'm talking about. I know. You know, and 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 that to me is where this all comes back to is we've built these relationships with people. You know, I trust that when Deborah said I needed to talk to you, then I didn't have to research it further. You know, I immediately said, please do an introduction. You know, there wasn't, oh, let me go see what Brian's done. And, you know, I, I mean, that's all I needed to know was Deborah said I needed to talk to you. And that's kind of that ultimate that we're all looking for. You know, we're getting near the end. And, and this is what matters. It's four things. If we really look at what we've talked about today, mm-hmm. it's four things. We've talked about simplicity. We've talked about focus. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. I build a brand. I build my platform. I add value. And I focus on creating and nurturing relationships with people. I connect. And mm-hmm. I think about Trust Funnel as, uh, okay, so you mentioned, Deb, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. I think about, like, what would happen if Dale Carnegie and Mark Zuckerberg would have gotten together and done some some work together. What would have come mm-hmm. out of it? And Trust wow. Funnel is that kind of junction between old mm-hmm. school, no like and trust, mm-hmm. right. add value. And this is how we do it in a digital age, in a, in mm-hmm. a attention deficit, ADD, so many tweets coming at us a mile a minute, so many things to do. And you know what? Mm-hmm. We can slow down. We can focus on four simple things. 
and we can have a tremendous experience for ourselves. We can grow a business and its brand platform and adding value and connecting four things. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and the, the thing that we didn't even talk about is the golden rule that you have in your book. So talk, we've got about two minutes left. Talk to us about the golden rule that you have in Trust Funnel. So uh, the golden rule is, is something that's been around for a, a really long time. And it, it just boils down to understand what people want and give it to them. Mm -hmm. That's it. So it starts off with understanding what you want. You know, for me, I'm going to speak in a month. My goal is going to be to inspire and move people to action. That's mm -hmm. going to be my goal. When I step on that stage, I'm going to inspire and set people to action. And mm -hmm. by having a goal, like my goal for my overall business is to make money, add value, uh, work with different people and so on. And by understanding that that's where I want to go and then looking in the market and saying, okay, what is it that people want? Well, people are trying to figure out how to build a brand. Well, I can teach people that because I've done it. Or mm -hmm. I can teach people how to leverage WordPress or social media. I can teach people how to use their iPad to edit video. And by understanding and seeing a need in the marketplace and then simply filling that need in a in an authentic way, mm -hmm. you will get what you want because you're serving from a place of value. You're seeing what others want. It's not about you. So, you know, another thing I'll add as we kind of wrap up here is that, you know, I think when you start thinking in these terms, it takes some of the pressure off because yes. it's not about me. When I step in front of a video, I might take a few takes. I might be a slightly self-conscious, but not that much because I understand today that it's not about Brian Johnson. Mm -hmm. It's about the people on the other side that are looking for solutions. And if I have a chance to give them what they want, they're going to be much more likely to reciprocate and give me what I want. Right. You know, and, and it is about, it's adding that value. It is, you know, coming to people with a, a position of how can I help you? You know, and, and it, it, it does, it just kind of comes back around full circle. It sure does. And, you know, I just want to mention, Deb, I've done a lot of interviews and you're a really a class act and you have done your homework and um, it's just been a pleasure today. And, and I just wanted to say thank you for that. I really oh. appreciate it. Well, thank you. You know, part of part of why I like doing this is I get to meet some very cool people and you definitely fall in that category. And, you know, I, I love your book, Trust Funnel. It's one of those that I will read again because I typically kind of skim books when I'm getting ready to, to do an interview. But as I was going through, I thought, oh, I need to go back and read that again. And, and oh, I need to make a note here. And so that's to me, that's very cool. Also, as I get to talk to some people who are just fantastic people to get to know. Well, Indeed. And it's something that we both get to do. And I feel so blessed. And it's just a chance. It, it's just neat to be able to create your own life. And anybody can do that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that being said, that you get to meet cool people, Deb, like I said, I've done a lot of interviews. And every once in a while, some people just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, it, it, I, I like to talk. You well, it, but it, more importantly, I like to listen to people. You know, it's I think there's a responsibility between both parties. Mm -hmm. And it's my responsibility to show up today and be the very best Brian G. Johnson I can mm -hmm. be. And if I do that, I've, I've met kind of, you know, how life works for me. I've, I've showed up. I've participated. I've done the things that I've talked about and whatnot. And the interviewer, you know, it's their job as well to lead the show and make sure there's no dead spaces. And, and I've had a few people just kind of like, okay, go ahead. And it's like, you know, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> No, no, it, it's got to be that give and take. Yeah. So, you know, holy cow, we are at the top of the hour. And I've been having so much fun talking with Brian Johnson about his book, Trust Funnel, and everything that goes along with it. So, Brian, tell people how do they get the book and how do they connect with you online? Well, the good news, Deb, is Trust Funnel is found at <laughs> popular websites like Amazon.com. Simply <laughs> Google Trust Funnel. And you'll find plenty of opportunity to purchase the book at fine retailers everywhere. Perfect. And then where are you online? Brian G. Johnson. If you search for Brian G. Johnson, I'll be found at all the popular sites. 
And Very cool. uh, coming out in about a month or, or so at the top of the year, 2016, launching a new site. Really excited. BrianGJohnson.tv. So look for that. And we will have you back on again so you can talk about it. It's going to be pretty neat. I love it. I love it. Well, as I said, I have been having so much fun talking with Brian G. Johnson. And for everyone out there, have an absolutely fantastic day. Thanks for listening to Deb Career, your social media friend. Tune in next time to listen to more great tips, techniques, and trends for using social media. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.